We back. We back. Another episode of Saved and Such, man. Got my guy, QB1, the guy, Billy Edwards, man, on the show, man. I appreciate you, man, for just opening up your doors, hospitality, man, everything that you did for us. Yes, sir. I appreciate you having me, man. Appreciate you driving up tonight. Yeah, man. I appreciate you, man. So let's jump into it, man. It's supposed to be a long time coming, but God finally allowed it to happen right now, man. No doubt. So I'm, I'm excited, man. So just tell the people who you are, where you from, what you study, just where... God got you right now. Yeah, um, my name is Billy Edwards Jr. I'm from Springfield, Virginia, Northern Virginia, about 35 minutes away from uh, College Park. Um, I'm a third year here. I transferred in from Wake Forest two years ago. Uh, I'm studying communications, planning on graduating here in the spring, and then figuring out um, <clears throat> what I want to do for my master's degree. Um, but yeah, you know, I'm from Northern Virginia. It's uh, coming here was kind of like a full circle moment for me. My brother is a, a grad assistant here with the football team. My dad played here for two years, mm. um, so it was uh, it was definitely you know the the stars aligned for me to be able to come back home and, and yeah. get a chance to play here. So, you know, it's been a a, a joy ever since I got back here, and definitely you know a, a blessing that was much needed. Mm. Got you, man. For those who don't know Billy, you know what I mean he was just named the starting quarterback for University of Maryland in our upcoming bowl game, mm-hmm. last football game of the season, which is a very, very big deal. You know what I mean? And I know that you've waited. You know what I mean? You've been patient. Yep. You know what I mean? And this is your moment. You know what I mean? And we're excited. We're rooting for you. We believe God's going to have his way, man. But just talk to us and everybody listening about your journey in waiting and what's the things that God taught you while waiting. Yeah, so – you know, playing quarterback, obviously only one quarterback plays. Um, you know, obviously uh, through high, in high school, I was a three-year starter, so uh, you could say I guess there wasn't much waiting there. Mm-hmm. My freshman year at Wake, didn't play at all, didn't travel. Um, coming here, it was kind of, you know, the hope was to to be in the position I was, was to be a backup. But mm-hmm. being a backup, man, it's all, you know, like you said, it's all about waiting. It's the waiting game, and it's, uh, you know, it's a nerve-wracking thing. Um, one that can get frustrating at times for sure. Just, you know, you never know. You got to prepare like you play every week, but you may not play a snap. You may play a hundred snaps. You never know mm. just how the game's going to unfold. So I think just, you know, I've obviously learned the the importance of patience, you know, that um, eventually even my freshman year Wake Forest, not having playing at all or traveling at all in that fall um, and just being patient and continuing to put the work in and, and you know, kind of trusting that that God's timing would would prevail and that, you know, the work that I put in would would you know, come to fruition. It, it did in the spring. And, and mm-hmm. that obviously gave me the, the opportunity to enter the portal and, and, you know, get the opportunity to come here. Mm-hmm. And just like, you know, the past two years here, I haven't, you know, I've started, I think three or four games, or this will be my fourth game coming up, um, which, you know, obviously isn't a ton, but there's been a lot of waiting in between those starts. And, and mm-hmm. I tried to just, you know, seize the moment, any chance I get. Um, and just, you know, I have a good, I have a good support system around me, whether it's, you know, my teammates, my guys here, or my family back home mm-hmm. to try to keep, you know, my head on straight when, when it gets to, you know, tough parts of the season where, you know, last year when I, before I came in against, uh, Indiana and we ended up, you know, we, we came back when we were down in the fourth quarter, I hadn't played for three weeks. So like when people ask me about that game, I, I'm honest with them. And I say it's a blur because, you mm-hmm. know, I don't know if, if that game going into it, if I was, you know, as mentally locked in as I had been the the five or six weeks prior to it, just because, you know, I hadn't played in, you know, almost a month. So it's, it was hard to, as a younger guy to keep that, you know, keep my head on straight and, you know, the same goes for this year. So I would say, you know, just the patience, uh, the importance of patience and that, you know, anything good that's going to come in your life is, is mm-hmm. going to take time. It's not going to just happen like that. Um, and, you know, I, I think throughout my, you know, coming up on three full seasons of college football, I've learned the importance of delayed gratification and just yeah. trusting you know, trusting the the man above and his plan and knowing that, you know, his timing is always right, whether it's, you know, on our schedule or not, we got to continue to trust him and just, you know, have the faith. Got you. Got you. I know the thing with God is he teaches you things. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I know you being a quarterback, you have to be a leader. 
Mm-hmm. You know I mean, people are going to look at you in them clutch situations. You know, yeah. People are going to look for you, you know what I mean, in the locker room. Your coach is looking for you, making sure everything's, you know what I mean, behind the scenes, in, in order, like you said. You know what I mean, what are some things that God has kind of taught you, you know what I mean, to make you the leader you are today? Yeah, I would say, you know, the biggest thing is he surrounded me with some really good people ever mm-hmm. since from a young age. You know, my dad was a, you know, high school football coach for like 35 years. He obviously played Division One ball here for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the people that I was surrounded with from a young age, and, you know, I'm a coach's kid. He was like a coach. So just some of those principles that I think he instilled me from a young age, um, just about kind of having good morals, high morals, and doing the right thing all the time, um, you know, carrying yourself the right way, but also more in terms of how, you know, how you treat other people, how you carry other people when you're around them. You know, the the best thing about being a leader is, you know, you're bringing other people with you and, um, you know, you're able to have, you know, influence and power over people and, and trying to help them, you know, kind of push them in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, thinking back, just answering this question, like I remember my uh, my dad's dad's funeral. He passed away when I was like four or five years old. And I look, I think back to his funeral. My, grand, my dad's dad was a mechanic. You know, he mm-hmm. owned his own gas station. Had nothing to do um, – with, you know, football coaching, football. I don't even remember if he was very religious, but mm. thinking of how many people showed up to his funeral and how many people he kind of had an impact on, I think memories like that and, you know, all the people that, you know, I run into people that are 20 years older than me that my dad coached. And, you know, I was around them when I was like three, four or five years old and mm-hmm. they've seen how far I've come and they kind of just talk about the the impact that my, you know, my dad and my mom, whether it was my mom teaching them has had on them that that kind of resonates with me in terms of, you know, whether it's anyone in this in JHH, people on campus, you know, anyone I run into in the public, just trying to have a, a positive influence and impact mm-hmm. on them. Cause you know, you never know whether it's a simple, you know, interaction with someone or a, you know, a podcast like this, kind of mm-hmm. what, what impact you can have on people. And that's, right. that's kind of my whole thing is to trying to just, you know, better myself, but mm-hmm. also, you know, leave a, leave a good impact on whoever I interact with, whether it's, you know, like I said, a small one or a big one. Mm-hmm. Got you, man. So in your bio, you know, I mean, you got follower of Christ. Yes, sir. What What does that look like? What does that, yeah? What does that look like for you? Uh, I'd say a lot of it is is internal in my head, right? In terms of, uh, you know, I used to think it would be in terms of like how it is. Obviously, I think how you carry yourself, but I think more of it, me is, uh, you know, the communications. Like, you know, we I go to FCA here every Monday, um, you know, with a handful of teammates, and the first one I went to. The, the man speaking to us, he was like, who is anyone here in a communications major? And I, I think I was like the only guy to raise my hand. And I was like confused at first when he started picking on me where he was going with this. And he talked about, you know, in any relationship, you know, whether it's friend to friend, teammate to teammate, coach to teammate, you know, husband, wife, whatever it is, mm-hmm. any relationship will not succeed without communication, without proper communication. And so when he said that too, that kind of resonated with me in terms of like, being a follower of Christ, I think is having good communication with Christ, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's reading the word, praying to him, talking to him, spreading the word, um, you know, having, having people you can talk to about, you know, the word and, and the things that you can learn reading the Bible. Um, so I think, you know, just, just trying to, to whatever I do in my life. And, and that's something that I'm constantly trying to, to improve on, whether it's, you know, good and bad is, is putting Christ first, putting God first, praising him, And, you know, in times of glory and in times of, you know, when I'm when, Things are not looking good for me. Mm. Um, just, you know, relying on him and, and putting my faith in him and all the things. So I think, you know, just trying to keep him as, a, you know, one of my best friends in life, I guess you could say, and constantly mm-hmm. communicating with him. Obviously, you know, I'm not perfect. So my relationship with him is constantly, you know, evolving, growing right. as, as I learn and, you know, get older. And I have different experiences. I kind of change my viewpoints mm-hmm. on things. But I would just say, you know, trying to keep him as a, as a centerpiece of my life, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's through the good times or the bad times. Mm. 
That's beautifully said, man. What was the moment or moments, you know what I mean, that led you to saying, I have to surrender my life to Jesus? Yeah, I think, you know, like, uh, like you know, a teammate Daniel Owens of mine said, it was it was definitely smaller moments just over time that, you know, as I got older and I, I would, you know, you could say I got wiser, I got, you know, exposed to different things. It was just mm-hmm. smaller moments where it was like, you know, little eye-opening things where I was like, okay, like, you know, God is real. And it's mm-hmm. like, what am I going to, you know, am I going to make that decision to believe in him and to, to surrender to him and put my faith in him through, through everything that life has to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say, you know, there was, uh, for probably two years throughout high school, um, you know, I was in part, a part of young life, which there was, there were some friends that kind of got me involved with that. Right. And I was a part of that for probably like a year or two before COVID. And that, mm-hmm. that was a big thing, just being around a lot of other believers, which mm-hmm. was, you know, not something that I was used to at the time being, you know, a 15, 16 year old. Um, so I think smaller moments like that, and then just, you know, being a division one athlete and, you know, being a young adult and, and getting older, you know, you see, you see a lot of things, you know, you see, I constantly catch myself seeing stuff that like my parents kind of taught me about, or, you know, gave me heads up about whether it was, you know, about the Bible, about just life in general, God, whatever. And mm-hmm. kind of, it's like a, you know, a, an aha moment in my head where I'm like, Oh, like, you know, that's real. That mm-hmm. what they were saying is, is true. And and there's been a lot of those aha moments with, you know, God and, and how he's worked in my life. And whether it's through the relationships I've made with people, you know, the, the plan of how my football career has, has unfolded coming here, um, you know, him putting me closer to home, obviously putting me closer to my family and giving me the opportunity to become close, you know, as close to my family as I think I've ever been. Mm. Um, it's just been little things like that where, you know, you know, it's, it, it can't happen by coincidence sort of thing. You know, it's, it's someone, uh, you know, of a higher being of a higher power of us. That's, that's kind of making these things happen. And I'm, mm. you know, just trying to continue to trust in that trust in him and, and continue to put, you know, the faith in him. Yeah. Beautifully said, man, you being a student athlete, you know I mean, here at the university of Maryland, you being a quarterback. You know what I mean, I know sometimes, or maybe in a lot of times, you be having to deal with pressure. Yeah. You know what I mean? You be having to deal with the expectations that you put on yourself, that people put on you. You know what I mean? How do you go about handling those different pressures and expectations? Yeah. I, you know, like I said, I th- all those smaller moments that I just talked about, I think, you know, playing division one football, but also being, you know, a power five quarterback. I think, you know, a lot of those little aha moments come with that just because you have so much external pressure, internal pressure too. Like obviously, you know, I'm, probably my, you know, my biggest critic, my worst critic, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, there's a, a voice in your head that you got to constantly control and try to help yourself with, but just all those pressures, you know, there's not, there's not anything external. There's not anything. I think, you know, that obviously through, I found out through just, you know, being young and, and constantly kind of learning through things in mm-hmm. life, there's nothing, you know, in the physical world, there's very few things, if anything, in the physical world that can get you through those pressures and, you know, mm-hmm. those, you know, struggles and difficulties, um, that, you know, you may be dealing with. And and that's, you know, like I said, that's kind of something I'm continuing to try to work on is even when things are going well, you know, mm-hmm. continuing to have the same communication and, and relationship with Christ as when things are going bad. Cause obviously, mm-hmm. you know, it's very easy when things are going rough or when you need to, you know, confide in him for something and ask for, you know, whatever question it is in your life, it's very easy to want to talk to him, but I'm, you know, I'm trying to, to continue to improve on even when things are going well, praising him and giving mm-hmm. him, you know, the glory for, everything he's given me that you know, I'm grateful for that moment and, mm. and giving me the the strength and the the wisdom to, you know, conquer whatever obstacles in my way at the time. But mm. it's just constantly, you know, it's a constant thing um, of just, you know, there's, there's many pressures you're going to deal with. And, you know, I always, at the end of the day, no matter how small or big the problem was, I always kind of found myself relying back to, to reading the Bible and to praying mm. um, and then just trying to, to talk to that voice in my head and, and, you know, talk to the man above to, kind of get the the courage and the strength to, you know, push through whatever I was going through at the time. So yeah. it's, you know, it's a, a constant, 
like I said, constant thing I'm trying to improve on, but definitely, you know, with, with, you know, the past three years being in college and, and playing division one football, you know, you go through a lot of hard things and mm-hmm. there's not many things, if anything that you can lean on besides, you know, talking to God and, and, you know, just being a believer in Christ and, you know, leaning on him to get you through it. Mm-hmm. Got you, man. Got you, man. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. You being a student athlete, you know what I mean? And you have to deal with your social life. You have to deal with being a football player at the University of Maryland. You also have to deal with your academics. You know what I mean? How how are you able to balance everything out? How does that go for you on a day-to-day schedule? Yeah, I think, you know, it's definitely tough. I'm I'm very fortunate and blessed. My mom was a, uh, a high school teacher. She still is. For, mm. She was, you know, a high school teacher for probably 35 years too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got, I have pretty good organizational skills, but I think the the biggest thing for me that I've learned throughout school, like, I, you know, I'm a pretty good student. I don't get all A's, but I get mostly A's and B's. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just organizing it well, but at the end of the day, like I just give everything my best go. Like I try not to, you know, I've, as I've gotten older, I try not to let, um, I don't want to say they're not important because obviously, you know, my school and degree is important and, and football is important, but but certain things I try not to let overstress me too much because mm-hmm. that you know at the end of the day I know a uh, uh, a lot of the stuff is is you know a short period of my life um, mm-hmm. and you know especially my life here you know on Earth so it's right. I just try to keep I try to keep all that into perspective when you know I I, I ha- think I have good balance and good organizational skills to set it up but like you know I, I tell myself whenever I'm about to take a big exam or a big test you know, I, I try to prepare as best I can to give myself the confidence going in. And then I, you know, I kind of, I give it my best go. I let the chips fall as they will. And I don't mm-hmm. try to, I don't try to overthink and stress on things too much anymore as, you know, I did when I was probably a younger kid. Mm-hmm. So I just think having that, having that mindset, you know, in which I've gotten through good friends and good people around me, but also just, you know, getting more in touch with, with the Bible and, and reading the the things and the principles that you can take away from, you mm-hmm. know, in that book. Um, just trying to incorporate that and, in, you know, into my everyday life and, and dealing with, you know, like you said, the the stressful life and schedule that being a student athlete here kind of, mm-hmm. you know, gives you. What is something that you read, you know what I mean, from the Bible that you can apply to everything you do in life? Yeah, I would say probably the, you know, a verse that I, I don't even remember where I first saw it. I don't think I read it straight from the book, but I after I saw it, I definitely went and went went back to to read more about it is Isaiah 60, 22. Mm-hmm. Uh, for when the time is right, I, the Lord, will make it happen. Mm. And I think, you know, that being uh, being a student athlete, being, uh, you know, a young adult, you know, constantly learning things, you know, like you, we talked about patience. Um, you know, when I had the bowl game media day earlier this week, a lot of people talked to me about the opportunity um, that was given me. And it's all just about the timing of it when, you know, you never know when you're going to have an opportunity in life. Um, you never know when, when you're sitting there being patient, when, you know, the next thing's going to come. You never know kind of what what life's going to bring you. So just, you know, trusting the man's timing above um, mm-hmm. is something that, especially, you know, playing football, obviously, because it's a, a big part of my life. It's something mm-hmm. that I've tried to constantly remind myself, um, you know, through the good times and the bad is that when the time is right, it'll happen. And, mm-hmm. you know, it won't happen because of, of me or anyone down here. It'll happen uh, because of, you know, God and, and his mm-hmm. plan for me. Um, so that's, you know, that w- I would say was, has been the the one verse, you know, over my college career for sure that, that has stuck with me and that I've, you know, I've really tried to, Embody in everything I do, whether it's you know football, yeah. being a person, student, you know whatever life yeah. entails. Got you, man. What are some things that God has put in you, or kind of um, told you about, or refi- in your refining process? You know, I mean, what are some things He's put in you that you can say, like after spending time with di- after spending time with God, you know, what I mean, this transformed in my life. I would say probably my like the relationships with people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know. 
you realize, like, I also heard, you know, another teammate that's spoken here of mine, Daniel, say, like, uh, we're all more common than people think. Like, we're all going through life for the first time. Mm. Um, so just, you know, through what I've learned and in, in becoming and, you know, being a believer in Christ is with the relationships with other people, like, something that I've I've had to tell myself as I've gotten older, but I think I've improved on a lot of shows, like having grace for people, having empathy, because we're all trying to make, you know, we're all trying to make the best out of what we can do at the mm. best out of our life. And, and that looks a lot of different ways for a lot of different people. Mm. Um, because, you know, we, none of us are going down the same path. We all got, you know, we're all going a million different directions. Right. And I think that's, that's the beauty in life. That's the beauty in the journey is, mm. is, you know, seeing, just seeing, you know, friends of mine uh, that I've known since younger, kind of how far they've come. Um, even people that, you know, maybe struggling at the time, um, you know, we're all just trying to make the, make the best of our life. And mm. I think that's where he's, he's kind of touched me the most is in the the relationships I have with people where, you know, you got to have grace for people. You got to be empathetic and, you know, sympathetic towards people and, and whatever they're going through in their life. And, mm. you know, like I talked about earlier, you never know with whether it's a simple hello, a simple greeting when you're walking by someone or, you know, a conversation like this can have on somebody the the impact that you can leave. So I think that's just, especially with the platform I'm given that, that I'm given, you know, being a, a student athlete here and playing football that I've tried to to remind myself and embody and just, you know, you know, make the most of it while I'm given this platform. Obviously, you know, I got a good amount of followers on social media and things like that. So when people, people reach out, I obviously try to always reach back out mm -hmm. to them and, and, you know, just, you know, be kind, be mm -hmm. kind, because like I said, we're all, we're all trying to go through this as best as we can. Yeah. And, you know, we all make mistakes. None of us are perfect. Yeah. Um, so just having, you know, the, the grace towards people when, mm -hmm. when they do make mistakes and, and helping them get back up on their feet and get back down the right path is, is something that, you know, I try to do and, any aspect of, of life that I'm able to to do it in. Yeah. I know you guys now, <clears throat> you know what I mean, in, in college sports, they got NILs and, yeah. and money and different things like that. You know what I mean? And there are some people that are getting a lot more than others and things like that. But with all that going on, with all that money and deals and everything going on, how do you guys remain focused? How do you remain focused? Yeah, it's. I would say it's definitely hard. You know, I – uh College football has obviously changed a lot since, yeah. like, you know, I'd say when my brother was was playing like five or six years ago. And it's, you know, as someone that, like, you don't you don't ever want to sit there and, you know, chase, you know, monetary things or things that, you know, run out eventually. Mm. Um, so it's, yeah, I won't lie. It's made it tough playing, playing college football. Like, I always talk about it with my friends back home. Like, even this week when I was with them, like, I'm just like, yeah, man, like, I want to play college football and be done with college football because it's so, you know, it's just, there's so, it's so much more chaotic now. Mm. Um, so I, I, do constantly have to try to remind myself, like, you know, the game of football has given me, you know, a great platform and it's given me so much in life, whether it's relationships, lessons, uh, bonds, you know, things of that nature. So trying to stick true to like what the game has given to me mm. and stick true to like the, the, the principle of the game, the, mm. the strong morals that it holds, not trying to make the most money, um, not trying, you know, have the most fame or have the most, uh, attention on, on social media and things of that sort, trying mm -hmm. to just remind myself of that. And it's hard nowadays because that's all, you know, that's all college football has become, mm -hmm. but just constantly remind myself of like what got me to here. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I was a 15, 16, 17 year old playing high school football for fun, playing it. Cause I loved it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, working hard to get to it. And I'm trying to, to embody those same things that got me here, you know, to Maryland now while mm -hmm. I'm here and, uh, you know, kind of let the chips fall as they will. And in, in terms of how much longer I play the game, but, just reminding myself of the important things of this game and not, you know, you know, chasing money, chasing, you know, clout and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's definitely gotten harder as, you know, college football has evolved, but you know, it's something, uh, 
distractions are going to be put in your in your life as people say you know that's always the devil working when, mm-hmm. when you know, distractions come and mm-hmm. and you have something good going for you so i'm just trying to to handle all the distractions in a a meaningful way and and you know get the most out of the playing football in this this game that i can while i'm doing it mm-hmm. yeah man beautifully said brother beautifully said i know it'd be a lot of distractions and things going on you know what i mean so you know what I mean? We just thank God, man. Yeah. That we have somebody to go to. You know what I mean? That we have somebody to rest in. That we have somebody to go and get our peace and our joy and our love from. You know what I'm saying? And in times of that you were down, you know what I mean? And now that you've come to Christ and before you were with Christ, you know what I mean? How how were, were those times differently? I would say more just like the, you know, before really understanding Christ and 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 talking to him, I would say like there was no, it was hard to have any, you know, inner peace, I would mm. say, right? Where like, you know, the game of football, playing quarterbacks, a stressful position, right? you know, good, bad, whatever, like you're going to have to, you know, if we win, we probably get too much credit. If we lose, we're going to get too much of the blame. That's, you know, that's the, that's the nature of the, of the position. And that's something that we kind of all knowingly and willingly sign up for when we, when we p- decide to play the position. Right. But, you know, just now being being a believer and being, you know, older and, and constantly kind of, you know, just learning things as I go along, just having that, that inner peace, knowing we're like, I'm, you know, I'm a college football player. So all my friends know me, like I'm a hard worker. I'm going to get every, give it everything I have while I'm here. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you know, especially in, and like I said, this is something that is, is a constant, you know, I'm trying to work on thing and I've gotten a lot better at, but you know, I'm not just a football player. So there's also, you know, when I leave, if I have a bad practice, it's like, I can't let that ruin my day. And, right. you know, having, having the, the, the communication with God has, has helped, you know, kind of create that inner sense of peace where it's not eating away at me, you know, mm-hmm. as, as it may have done when I was younger. Um, but also, you know, like a, as much effort as I give into football and, you know, putting the extra work in, whether it's lifting film, mm-hmm. all that stuff, I, I also want to give, you know, that same amount of effort into, into reading the word and, and communicating with God and trying to strengthen my relationship with him. So it's been, you know, it's been a twofold thing. Um, definitely, you know, I can see the difference, you know, internally and, and, you know, spiritually and how I feel and think mm-hmm. in times of, you know, the good and bad since, you know, I, I've, you know, come to God, but it's definitely, you know, it's, it's hard to explain unless, you know, you've seen both sides of it and, mm-hmm. and it's just a feeling that, you know, you're, there's a sense of calmness when, you know, you know, you have someone you can talk to and you know that, you know, regardless of what happens in your life, mm-hmm. It's not end all be all. Um, and that's, you know, that's something that I've had to learn as I've gotten older. It's something that I'll continue to have to learn. Um, and that's, you know, that's what I tell myself is is the beauty of life is we're constantly learning and, you know, trying to get better at things. Um, and, you know, although we'll never be perfect, that's, you know, the, that's why we get the the feeling we do sometimes of just learning and, and getting better and, and constantly growing as people, whether it's, you know, any, any aspect of life. Yeah. Yeah, man. This is, this is your recruiting pitch. Why should people come to the University of Maryland, whether an athlete or just a student? Um, yeah, man. I mean, I think for for a multitude of reasons, I think we, you know, we got the the best of both worlds, you know, regardless of whether you look at it, athletics, academics, people here. Um, I always say, you know, I came from a pretty good spot. I liked my, you know, my one year when I was at Wake Forest University. But when you come to a, sp- a, a, a spot in a place like the University of Maryland, you know, the people make the place and, and we got really good people here. Um, you know, really good football coaches, but more importantly, better, you know, better men, um, that, you know, can, can lead you, uh, in other ways than just football and, you know, on and off the field. Um, but I, yeah, I would, I, the one thing I'd harp on is just the people make the place. And, you know, we got, we got really good people here. We're obviously in a, in a great, you know, 
location, being in the DMV, being, you know, close to all these good cities and, and spots uh, on the East Coast. So, mm. you know, like I said, being from Northern Virginia, being not too far away from here, it's a blessing to be here and and have kind of College Park at, at my disposal and, and being able to take advantage of everything it has to offer. But yeah, man, there's, you know, there's something special in College Park and you got to come here. You got to, you got to meet the people and, and interact with the people to, to kind of know about it. Um, and that's why, you know, it makes, it makes leaving it whenever I'll have to leave. It makes, it's going to make it hard for sure. Yeah. Um, as I figure that out and just, you know, being at Wake Forest for a year. So, you know, like I said, so we got a, a good thing brewing in College Park and, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm grateful to be a part of it while I can be. Second part. This is your recruiting pitch. Why Jesus? Shoot, man. You know, through through the good and bad, the ups and downs in life, I think there's not, you know, he's he's really the the only solution um in terms of whether you had the best day at work, practice and school or you had the worst day, um you know, he's he's still going to be there and, you know, whether you've made a mistake or you know, you think you've had a good day or what or whatnot like his opinion of you is never going to change. Um, and you know, in the, especially in the world nowadays, especially with how much, you know, I would say since like 2020, how much has changed and mm. how much more chaotic it gets, um, you know, to it's, it's nearly impossible to get that inner sense of peace and, you know, calmness through physical things in the world. Right. Um, but you know, if you have a, a, a strong relationship and, you know, you're a, a good communicator with God, then, you know, I think he can work in ways that, you know, you would never imagine. Like, you know, I tell myself as a, as a 15, 16 year old, I obviously got recruited by Maryland a little bit, but you know, I'd be lying to, to say, I'd think I'd be here, you know, five years later sitting where I am now. So it's, it's just all a blessing, man, to, to have that relationship with him and, and to con- continue to put my trust in him and, and kind of let him work on my life. Um, but it's also, it's a, it's a two way street, you know, he's, he's going to talk to you, but you got to continue to talk to him. You got to continue to put the work in, um, and, you know, <clears throat> let him, let him, you know, do his thing on, on your life and, and just enjoy it as it unfolds because, you know, that's also the thing that, that I've really learned with playing college football is that, you know, life goes by fast and you can't take anything for granted. Um, and that's, you know, that's something that he's taught me is just to appreciate every moment, um, which is, you know, as I've gotten older in college and, you know, seen more things, that's something that I, you know, constantly got to remind myself of just like, you know, we got practice tomorrow. We got to be up, I've got to be up at like six 30 and, you know, that may suck at the time, but like, when I'm 30, I'm, you know, I, I won't begin up at 630 to practice anymore. Yeah. So just things like that, that, you know, being a believer in Christ has taught me is just, you know, little things like that, just t- not taking anything for granted and, and enjoying the the life that I'm given and, and the blessings that, you know, he continues to to put down on me. So yeah, man, it's, it's been a, you know, it's been an incredible journey with him so far. And, you know, like I said, I'm, it's a, it's a constant evolution of, of our relationship and, you know, I'm, I'm continuing to improve, mm. um, and just, you know, figure out things as I go, but you know, we're all human, so it's normal. So I just gotta, I gotta keep that mindset as, you know, I learn and, and grow and make mistakes, but you know, there's definitely beauty in it all. So. Got you, man. Beautifully said. It's nothing else to be said, man. Continue to seek Jesus, man. Continue to love on Jesus, man. He'll continue to just blow your mind. You know what I mean? Whether you have to wait or whether you get it sooner than you think it'll come. You know what I mean? Eventually, it'll come. Your moment will come. You know what I mean? But just stay with God. Stay with God through the ups, through the downs. You know what I mean? No matter what it looks like, no matter how it feels, stay with God. Choose Jesus in the end, man. Yep. Continue to trust him. Continue to trust in him, man. This has been another episode of Saved and Such. You can follow us on all streaming platforms at S-A-V-E-D-N-S-U-C-H. Give out your socials real quick. Uh, Instagram and Twitter at Billy underscore Edwards 4. There it is. 
We rooting for you, my guy. Can't Appreciate wait for the University of Maryland, man, to win this bowl game. Yes, sir. Down in Nashville, man. We rooting for you guys, man. Definitely appreciate you guys for opening up your doors and everything. All the love, everything, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Love, peace, chicken grease. <laughs> That's a good one.